Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Creative Minds Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. This is Will McDaniel. Will, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm really good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, especially since you're on this podcast. Oh, thanks. And the reason for that is, that ties into my first question. What do you do on your YouTube channel? Since you are a YouTuber, I forgot to mention that. Uh, Yeah, what do I do? How do I explain what I do? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) I figured you would know, Um, but you know, it's it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I never have a good answer for that question. Weird comedy sketches with lots of, I suppose, practical effects and puppets and things is the best, most succinct way I can think to describe it. I originally thought comedy sketches... Too, but the more I thought about it, I thought I thought of them more as like short films in a way. Oh, that's that's nice you say. That's uh, probably a bit more flattering than I'd be, but yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. I get that. I just it made more sense to me the more I looked at it. But yeah, in your sketches, you have a lot of these monsters, which I think really sets you apart from like every content creator I've seen. So my question is, what inspired inspired you to incorporate these monsters into your sketches because for a while you didn't do that and then all of a sudden you just kind of did that so what was the thought process with that um i must have been like making youtube videos when my friends were like working and busy because i think i started off probably having a conversation with an animate object or something right yeah yeah yeah. that was i think it was a cup or a mug right oh yeah that was yeah that was Mm, well yeah yeah. (laughs) yes yeah that kind of thing and then um i just yeah thought uh, it'd be nice if I could actually have a conversation with something yeah. that wasn't a mug. And then, <laughs> right. like, yeah, puppets. And yeah, it's the easiest way of thinking because I'm not really an animator because I thought the other thing to do would yeah. be, you know, make animations. But I just, yeah, I wouldn't really know where to start. And I like making things with my hands. So I just thought, right. yeah, try my hand at making Yeah, that, that, that kind of leads into my next thing. Like, what is your background with, like, arts, crafts and puppetry? Was it something that you just, like, started doing and got better at it? Or did you have, like, a class or something that you took? Or No, my background... Like, in your life yeah it's a bit a bit of a weird route i actually qualified in architecture really Um, yeah (laughs) that makes sense yeah i could see that like towards the end of my course i started doing videos in the course and uh Mm -hmm. my tutor was like crazy and loved it and like encouraged (laughs) me to do like cronenberg kind of stuff mm, okay yeah I, I made lots of weird little meaty props as you'd imagine <laughs> and then uh, it just went from there yeah, it's just all kind of self-taught in uh various youtube tutorials and just kind of making it up as i go along really yeah you, you mentioned you mentioned just now about uh meat yes because uh <laughs> in a lot of your videos i noticed the concept or even like the word meat gets thrown around a lot <laughs> So, like, do you happen to have, like, this weird fasc- fascination with meat or something? Or is it just, like, or did, uh, did it just kind of happen? Tongue-in-cheek question, I know. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that was just kind of evolved naturally. It was just because I started building stuff and I got a bit obsessed with using liquid latex. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's so easy to make stuff look good if it's that because the natural mm, right. shade of the latex lends itself yeah. to kind of meaty weird skinny fleshy things that's the the kind of route i've gone down at the moment and it works i mean yeah. it really stands <laughs> out for sure thanks one of the things that interested me the most was like your making of series oh cool so was there a specific reason that you started like making the series in general but was like was it just to teach people or do you think there was like a yeah. a deeper reason well it was uh, it was a bit of a few reasons i, I wanted to because the, the sketches themselves take so long so i was keen to have stuff 
on my channel in between. So it's kind of wanting to put some, I would say filler, because I, you know, I enjoy making right, them as well. Yeah. But, um, I wouldn't call it filler. No, thanks. No, I, yeah, no. I didn't, I don't like to think of them as kind of, they're just slightly easier to make than the main well, that, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Wanting to teach is also kind of the specific type of puppet, I guess. And I was thinking if well, anyone yeah. was interested, it'd be quite nice to have a kind of teaching resource out there. Right. I suppose. I mean, in a way you're providing value because like literally nobody else could teach that. So you're kind of just there, which is kind of cool. I really, I really do like that. One of the reasons I don't call it filler is because you integrate these exclusive segments and monsters into these, into the series. Yeah. Was that just a way to like entertain the viewer? Yeah. Again, that's kind of spiraled. It started off as a, because I was worried the the first one I made, I was worried it was a bit too bland and a bit too just like mm -hmm. information, information. I mean, especially like the visual breakdowns for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It just gets a bit dense and a bit yeah. like, um, and there's a lot going on and I kind of speed through it. Yeah. I d didn't want it to become too just a wall of information. Yeah. Started bringing in these extra characters and then actually it turned into, I got much more excited about mm -hmm. making like another kind of almost comedy sketch within uh -huh. the tutorial video. So then I just started enjoying it too much and got carried away. As well in the making of series, you have this character called Materials List, right? Yeah, I like him. What What's the whole shtick with that? Because he, he appears the most. Yeah. Um, so is there like a, a, a deeper thing you're trying to convey or is it just like, eh, he's there? Because I have a massive love for a British TV show called The Mighty Boosh, which um, mm -hmm. I feel like he's almost a complete ripoff of that show. But... <laughs> <laughs> It's my inspiration, not yeah. ripoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. I, ju I just made him, yeah, because I was just thinking of an interesting way of putting the title in for materials list. And I thought, oh, I'll make it a guy that I can chat to. And then I actually really just fell in love with him. And I want to keep uh, bringing him back and try and create some kind of narrative around him right. in the future. Just because I uh, quite okay. enjoy playing him as well. I was kind of detecting kind of like a little storyline or narrative thing. Because he's like the one that keeps appearing. Yeah. And so I've obviously, if you don't want to say anything, that's totally fine. But it's <laughs> something that I detected. I'm like, wait a minute. I see what's going on here. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, I'm. I'm the kind of person to look into stuff way too much. Yeah. So I could be totally wrong, but it could go both ways. I could see. But no, I'm, keen to, I'm keen to bring him back. I don't actually have a firm narrative for him yet. I've got some ideas. Well, but... that's fair. And you don't you don't need one. I was just wondering. Yeah. That would really take the making of series in a totally different direction that people weren't expecting. Mm. But I, I don't want to be that influence, you know, like you do you. <laughs> but <laughs> I think you're not far off. Yeah, I, I figured. I mean, it's, it's way easier to do materialist, I'm sure, because it's like a mask and a costume, not a puppet. It, so I'm sure that's kind of a relief for once, yeah. especially the amount of <laughs> stuff you do in your videos. So I'm sure it, it does help ease the production. Yeah, he's he was the easiest to make, definitely, and probably the easiest to film. But he's mm -hmm. one of the more embarrassing things to film because in the last video, I'm running around a load of public footpaths near me dressed in this ridiculous face paint. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't meet anyone, luckily, but um, right. it could have been worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, that brings up something else. Like, how comfortable are you, like, doing uh, that outside your house? Because uh, very... I would not be able to do that. No, there's a there's another video I made called Breakup Buddy where I'm biking around mm -hmm. with him in my bike basket. <laughs> <laughs> that was also quite <laughs> awkward to film. I couldn't imagine your neighbors. I mean, like, <laughs> I that's... It's like, what is he doing? <laughs> no, but it's so funny because I think I actually found you because of the Breakup Buddy video. Oh, yeah. Because you did the collaboration with Tomska. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that opens up a whole different conversation. How in the world did you manage that? Because Tomska is like one of the bigger skit channels that is like yeah. still doing skits to this day. So how in the world did that connection happen? I don't know the exact 
beginnings. I mean, I was Patreoning mm. him for a while when he had his Patreon uh, a few years ago now. And uh, I also sent him an email because I remember watching one of his vlogs and he said he found his the guy who writes his music through. He just emailed him and said, dude, if you ever need any music, here's my contact details. So I just sent him an email saying, look, if you ever need any weird props, I'm your guy. And <laughs> he, <laughs> Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. And then it went, I'd never heard anything back, which is fine. You know, I must get... Mm. Well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and then randomly, uh, I don't know, a few months later, he just shouted me out on one of his videos on his second channel out of oh, nowhere. I was okay. like, oh, whoa. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it took me from like 200 to like, I think it was like one and a half thousand, which was pretty Holy cool. Holy cow, really? Yeah, just from that, which was awesome. Um, 200 as in 200 subscribers? Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. I just wow. jumped up overnight, which was cool. That is crazy. Yeah, and then I think I met him. There was a convention. There's one in London I went to a couple of times, and mm, uh, okay. he was really nice. I had a chat to him. So only briefly I've met him a couple of times, and then I think I must have just messaged him on Twitter again and just said, hey, dude, I know you're quite a big channel and all, but would you mind doing this? And he was totally cool with it and just... um Wow. Yeah, just sent me the recordings over. Just a really helpful guy. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I, I could not figure it out. I thought it was just like you knew some people in like the YouTube space or if it was just like... But yeah, this situation is very yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's like, all thanks to him. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Because that video in and of itself with like the meat monster, it was crazy. Yeah. And yeah. that I think, yeah, it was because of that video that I like discovered your stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my goodness, this guy, he's doing some crazy stuff, but I'm in love with it. It's great. <laughs> Besides Tom... Tomska, who would you say that you're like friends with other than uh, him like in the YouTube space? Well, there's a lot of nice, uh, like a lot of his friends uh, I've kind mm. of met, but I've only, because I live out of, they're all in London and I live out in the sticks, so I kind of only see them at specific times, like these conventions right, and stuff. Yeah. They're all like really nice, but I don't see them that often. But I'd say mm. there's a, there's like, there's Tom and then there's um, a guy called Sammy Paul, who's a really nice guy. Like Tom's co-writers are both really nice uh, and a few other, it's mostly Tom's friends basically. Kick the PJ as well, who's really nice. Oh, nice. You know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that does make a lot of sense. Since you have have uh, spoken with these like bigger YouTubers. Would you consider yourself a big YouTuber or a small YouTuber and why? Ah, that's a really tricky question. In my... I, I know, right? Because <laughs> yeah. your your situation is so specific to you. I know my answer, but I would I would I want to know your thoughts on this. Subscriber count wise, I would say I mean I'm by no means a big YouTuber if you compare me to everyone on the platform, but compared to where I was a year ago, you know, the channel's massive compared I mean a year ago I think it, I got a notification like a few days ago saying it was a year since breakup buddy. It literally blew up two days after I put that up and I was on three and a half thousand which was good wow. um mm -hmm. but yeah I mean within a week I'd gone up to something crazy like 50 mm -hmm. or 60 it just went nuts uh for the first couple of weeks so yeah in terms of numbers I'd say I'd probably call myself a bigger youtuber but not a massive mm -hmm. youtuber yeah. I mean you're the literally you're the biggest youtuber on this podcast right now so <laughs> oh, <cool>. uh <laughs> so I would consider you a big youtuber especially since my channel has like a thousand six hundred or something like yeah. that but like but I don't that's interesting yeah. yeah I don't I don't feel like one no I, I get that yeah well it's it's so recent for a start but like mm. I've not really been invited to stuff which is cool uh well uh, okay that's fair you know it, it, it doesn't it's, it hasn't permeated the rest of my life well yeah well it's it's the other thing of like what you do is so unique like yeah. it's, it, it would it would be tough for people to find you because of yeah. how specifically weird your content is which <laughs> yeah. isn't bad no uh, it makes it stand out way more it's very neat but, <laughs> but no it's cool it's 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 allowed me to do to do this very recently as a kind of like a full-time job so <laughs> i was literally about to ask <laughs> you about that so like so you do do it full-time then yeah very recently i've uh started doing it 
this year. Yeah, which is awesome. So is that because of like the ad revenue and like the patrons as well and like the merch sales and everything? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, the Patreons, yeah, it really helps. And mm, um, Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the ad revenues at the moment, again, it's it's all down to the, the will and the whim of YouTube. Well, the- I know, but I know that that's an additional thing to help. Like I'm not mm. saying, I don't think you should rely on like AdSense. That's why no, I think no, multiple dangerous. revenue streams very smart, which I like what you do in like that sense. No, it's it's nice. I've mm. got people willing to support me and kind of yeah help with that. But at, at the moment, YouTube the the because they're still kind of sharing, uh, especially Breakout Buddy. So mm. it's still kind of helping to support me the ad revenue at the moment. So it's good. But I suppose it just uh, you never know, do you with YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of like monetization and everything, you did like your first, I believe, sponsorship in like yeah. one of your making of videos, right? Yeah. What what was the thought process with integrating a sponsorship like that? I feel like it's out there enough that enough people do them nowadays that most people as long as not every video is sponsored uh-huh. your fans hopefully have a bit of goodwill towards it and I was, I was thinking you know it kind of helps you get new gear and mm, pay for food right. and stuff and i was thinking like i wanted to do the right sponsorship because i've been approached by mm-hmm. a few people that just wouldn't fit and right. i felt like skillshare especially for one of my tutorial videos oh yeah for sure yeah i felt they'd be a good fit i don't know if i'd do another one unless you know obviously unless it was the right one and i wouldn't want to do yeah that's too many. I, I think that's the correct way to do sponsorships for sure yeah and and like the way you did it was so perfectly <laughs> integrated in my opinion thanks especially because like you had the monsters in on it and all and everything yeah so it was still keeping up with the entertainment but at the same time it was also informing you about this thing yeah well that's what yeah thanks uh, that's what i was trying to do because i wanted it to be to feel like it you weren't being like oh you know advert at least i was hoping it'd be a little bit funny while still you know doing the job of an advert i was i was hoping that was like the mindset with mm. that because if you were to throw that in like one of your normal videos i don't think it would work as well yeah it just it wouldn't especially since like i don't know i've also noticed this with like the end of your videos mm. i think it's quite interesting how you go from like sometimes like you end up like dying or something but at the end of the video you're like totally fine yeah. at the end screen I you're know. like hello <laughs> which which at first i was like um okay but at the same time i love it because you have these impressionable children i'm sure watching these videos so them knowing that you're like actually okay i think that's like great so i i appreciate that you do that as well yeah i mean fair enough you gotta shout out your patrons i get that but like i just thought that was interesting especially the uh the one about this hexagon oh yeah 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 i'm very like in the in the 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 octagon dimension or whatever and it's just like (laughs) just my shit of a bit of paper in the front Yeah. In a way, it's kind of nice to hear that you found it a bit jarring because I find that quite funny. The idea of it suddenly like breaking the illusion. Yeah, no, I get that. Because like if it were me, I probably would have just like cut it there. Yeah. But I, I do like how you integrate it because then it like, I th- I think it just works. Yeah, um, it's one of the, I don't know, it's one of those tricky things, isn't it? If you were oh, making yeah, it for as sure. a short film, you wouldn't obviously have that in. But it's that well, yeah, those, exactly. The idea of me being exploding in one shot and the next one being like really happy. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> no, it's so funny too because I remember in like one of these, I think it was like just your head talking or something because oh, there, yeah? there was still, I don't know. Oh, there's one, yeah, there's one when I get the, swallowed by something and I continue that on and I'm in that his intestines. Too. That was, oh my goodness man that was i i yeah i actually that yeah, it's so funny because you either are like totally fine or you like continue the segment 
Yeah, which maybe. I think either way is great. That's a good point. I should probably have a bit of continuity. <laughs> Again, I feel weird because I don't want to be the one like influencing. No, you, it's a good point. You know? though. I suppose the problem with a lot of them is they're like, a, you know, I'm working right until the final hour and I'm like, oh, oh God, I've got to do the, this this thing at the end to shout out my patrons and stuff. I, I no, that's fair. In. I get that. And, yeah, uh, I didn't think about that. I guess time. But it would so, be, I do. Yeah, I do like the ones when I'm, when they're a bit more. So you, done. so you do set deadlines for yourself with these projects uh, as much as I can, I tend to upload them on a Saturday evening because because a lot of my a lot of my audience is in the USA. So I've got to do it in the evening, so you guys get it kind of midday or in the morning. So I can't do it too early in the day for me. And also, if I do it on a Saturday, I figure that's when people are like around. Whereas if I did it say Friday mm-hmm. night, people are going to school or work or whatever, so it's yeah kind of less likely. So it's that, that's tactical. But yeah, there gets to, there gets a stage where I'm like doing crazy long days. I'm just like I've just got to get this video out just for my own sanity. Mm-hmm. So I'll be suddenly oh yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, just need to get them out. So that's usually the deadline. Yeah. Do you have like a specific workflow, like a to do list or something to get through each day, or is it just kind of I got to do this, or is it just more so like a mental checklist? Yeah, it's basically just the list of everything I need to do in the video, and then if I haven't done this by this day, then I'm I'm screwed because I'm not going to get the whole thing done by Saturday kind of thing. I noticed that you were wearing in one of your videos, I think your more recent making of video, I believe you were wearing a don't hug me. I'm scared shirt. Oh, yeah. And this le- this leads me to ask, what is your relationship with Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, like as a personal creator, not of the show, but like as your own content and a consumer of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? Oh, wow. Uh, well, like, how has that influenced you? You could probably tell they've been quite a big influence on the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure, right? I, I could kind of tell. Yeah. <laughs> when I first saw your content, I'm like, oh, it's like a mix of Tomska and Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, in, in a way. Yeah, that's a, an awesome thing to hear. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, I just love them. I just uh, kind of fell in love with the every single one and tried to not completely copy them. But... Right, yeah. I don't think you do. I think okay. you have your own spin on it for sure. Especially with all the meat that you include. Indeed. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm making a a plaster scene one at the moment just to do something other than meat. Um, (laughs) Wow, um, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, (laughs) breaking the addiction. I'm worried everything's looking like plaster scene. I don't don't hug me. I'm scared. Yeah, when did you when did you first discover them? Because for me personally, I discovered them because my friends like, hey, I want to show you this creepy thing, and I'm like, I don't want to watch it, and they finally made me watch it, and (laughs) that was the first one. I think they had. Three of them were out when I found them, mm, but I can't okay. remember when that would have been. That was obviously they do like one a year or whatever, or they were doing one a year. Yeah, so a few years ago, I think I might have actually just found them through Tomscar. To be honest, he might have tweeted them out. I can't think unless it was just suggested on my YouTube, but I just kind of yeah instantly mm. fell in love. Did you hear about the uh, apparent TV show they're doing? I yeah. don't know. I don't know much about it. I don't even know if that's what they're doing still, but... Well, as I understand it, they've made a pilot. They shared it at a film festival, uh, and they're currently in the process of trying to get funding for a series with the pilot. My fear is it being, like, way too censored, simply <laughs> because it's on TV. Like, they're... Yeah. I, like, I don't want them to, like, be muffled yeah creatively in a no, way, you know mean, yeah so that's 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 why i love the internet so much because people can make whatever they want yeah good example is your channel for <laughs> yeah. sure uh yeah. i don't <laughs> think like, i'll be getting a netflix show anytime soon <laughs> do you even want a netflix show that's my question because i don't think i would oh uh, it'd be good and bad wouldn't it because it would be like you'd mm-hmm. get the funding to do amazing things but then right. like you say there's the worry that you've got to then answer to someone so that it 
goes well to. that's fair but i i think your content actually would work for a netflix original <laughs> it's like it's so original like it's not a review it's not makeup you know it's like but you know what i mean like it, it could work like it's i see it working but at the same time i think it's one of those things that like was born for the internet you know because uh, yeah i do like the kind of um b movie quality to the videos you know they're all like the special effects <laughs> <laughs> b movie quality are you serious oh as in wait as in like the actual b movie oh no like like it, no, not <laughs> like the beat. That's what I no. thought you meant. I'm like, what? No. No, not really. <laughs> no. I understand that. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually my main inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I totally see it now, man. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> your eyes. I mean, it brings up about like the animations that you integrate in your videos well you because you kind of integrate animation with like real life effects yeah where did you get inspiration like from that because that's a very interesting thing because i don't think don't hug me i'm scared has special effects really yeah they have the odd, not a lot uh like hand-drawn animated sections don't well, they hand-drawn yeah well for some of them yeah yeah kind of like the uh i can't think of it but you made like a making a video of like just the thing it was the porous object i can't Remember the like the uh as in the but the boil that bursts? Yeah, sorry, yeah that that Yeah. Actually most of my special effects have or most of my puppets uh have some form of after effects in them. But uh I guess the Kai kind of try and do it so you can't tell. Not being like a proper puppeteer or anything. Uh I don't know the right. actual techniques. So it's all very much oh hang on my arms in shot. Or there's a wire there or something, so yeah. I'll remove that. So um, basically what I'm hearing is that I'll fix it in editing, right? Yeah, as little as possible, <laughs> but there's always a lot to yeah. do. <laughs> no, that's fair. And then certain things like that boil, uh, I literally couldn't think how to do it without compositing it in. Yeah, I feel like I, I don't mind using digital effects if it's... Because uh, I'm no good, again, with like uh, CGI, with actual like computer-generated stuff. The only way I like to use effects myself is, yeah, dropping, you know, compositing, so dropping stuff in that I've made practically. And I mean, it works. <laughs> yeah. Like, thanks. it looks... It, it's so it's so good though because it looks like quite realistic even though obviously it's not but yeah. just like it doesn't look cheap and that's the thing because i feel like yeah you're welcome like you i i saw like all of your like breakdown videos and stuff yeah and it's just like wow <laughs> i don't like i like you lost me in like the first like 30 seconds i'm like wait what <laughs> but to be fair i don't use like premiere that's probably why but still it's a lot i don't mind if it looks like i saying b-movie-ish as long as people like look at it and can't mm -hmm. think how I've done it, I quite exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. That's so why I was. Naff, yeah. As long as you exactly. can't work out how it's done. Like the puppets, I suppose, never look like they're living, breathing things, but they, uh, you can't really tell. For the most part, like uh -huh. you can't really tell how they're operated right. too much and kind of work within that. Here's a very interesting question that I've never asked anybody on this oh, okay. podcast before. There's a very specific reason I'm asking. Why did you say yes to this interview? I'd heard, well, actually, no, I only realized that after I said yes, that I'd heard some of your stuff before. But I don't get asked to do many interviews, and I thought, yeah, that sounds cool. Wow. Mm. I'm kind of surprised because of how, like, unique your content is, I would sure. The reason I'm asking is because, like, I feel like a lot of these, like, bigger YouTubers, like, don't. And, and, and like, I get it, too. Like, I get their side. I, yeah. like, completely understand. So it, it was weird because 
for the podcast basically i tweeted you out saying that like i loved your work and saying that like i wanted to know like the creative process behind like these things and stuff and you actually replied and i wasn't used to that because i was just like wait what (laughs) so not gonna lie it made my day because i'm like whoa that's really cool so i appreciate oh no worries like you taking the time for this like well i suppose it goes back to that when you asked me if i consider myself a big youtuber i'm not inundated with like requests to do the to do interviews so the only reason for me saying no would just be because i can't be bothered right yeah i yeah. no, and i get that because like yeah because these bigger youtubers are like busy with like their own projects and yeah if you if i, I feel like, like yeah 100 a day or something and i'd be like no i physically can't do that many interviews but you know i don't get asked and sounded fun and no reason i shouldn't i feel like when it comes to bigger youtube or no smaller youtubers attempting to get the attention of bigger youtubers i feel as if the bigger youtuber sees it as just a way to steal subs or like attention yeah. or whatever which isn't like always true it, I, like that's not how i think i guess again not having been approached much but i reckon that there's probably mm. a way of going around about it isn't there oh know? for sure no i get that like that's half the battle and i I'd imagine like i can't imagine that like, someone like tom for example his sheer volume of like twitter notifications he just oh yeah for sure see them all if you are a smaller youtuber trying to gain a bit of traction and your stuff's good how do you then go about because that's literally the only way my channel blew up is by just having him my video the quality of my videos hasn't really changed since the breakup buddy it's just right yeah that initial weight of his name attached to the video that's fair for a specific type of content right because mm. i'm not gonna lie my series called gems of the internet almost every single one of those like people i've gotten into like contact with because that video has been made and, and like i share it to like their subreddit and like everything like that so yeah, yeah. obviously obviously i'm using their name but mm. i'm literally like praising them for their work yeah. you know yeah. like i'm not trying to use them for views the whole point of like my channel is to like find these like unique and amazing things on the internet that not many people know about and like mm. inform people about them because they're definitely worth the credit. Like you say, it, kind of, it, it benefits them and you kind of thing. Exactly, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. You're, you're not doing like drama alert or whatever it is when you're like just <laughs> insulting someone. Whatever. Right. No, no, I'm not, I'm yeah. not that kind of person. Nah. And that, yeah, I think that's, that's a bit completely different thing then, isn't it? I feel like that's kind of like the on the opposite side. That's like what the bigger YouTubers see as like, oh, you're, you, you're going to use me for experience exposure and views yeah it's like well double-edged sword yeah it really depends on intention i feel because yeah, because then you're bringing up the conversation of like well who isn't doing that if you think about it because mm, that's a tough answer <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah i assume everyone's you know got this the same kind of goal whether you're trying to do it nicely yeah. or like you say as long as you do it the right way that also leads me to ask in your opinion, should people follow trends and do what's popular, or should they make the content that they're actually passionate about? That's the thing. Yeah, you wanna you wanna make, I suppose, what you wanna what you wanna be known for. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I'll never be a commentary channel, even though I know I would have blown up by now if I was, yeah. but I'm not. Yeah, but that's cool because then you know when it when you take off, it's kind of like you're happy then. That's why I've just stopped watching like YouTube advice videos because I'm doing <laughs> literally the opposite of what they say. Yeah, and I have to do the opposite of what they say in order to make the content that I actually want. Like heavily researched heavily edited like Mm. they're preaching post every day and i'm like bruh i can't i literally can't (laughs) i wouldn't be able to make this content which is why i love your stuff because it's always quality every single time you upload which i do appreciate personal preference now uh i just make what you want to make suppose Mm -hmm. you gotta be passionate about making the thing if i'm 100 honest i have tried I have dabbled in, (laughs) yeah. Well, like, what YouTuber hasn't at least once, right, you know? Do you have any advice for any small YouTubers? 
whether they're just starting out or they're making content now. It's the same advice I've heard from others so many times, but I suppose you've just got to like love the thing you're doing mm-hmm. and then with a hope that it will eventually get somewhere. Like I, I was making uh, these weird videos for years before anything happened. Right, yeah. And I'd still be making them now, even if my channel hadn't suddenly jumped up. I mean, I wouldn't have stuck at it that long and ever actually gotten anywhere if I hadn't have loved it as much as I did. So I suppose exactly, you just got yeah. to be happy. Yeah, so I suppose just do the thing you love. It's not much else you can say. I mean, it's pretty universal. Not mm. just to just like content creation, but life in general, you know? Because you, yeah. you live one life, so why not make the best of it and at least try? Well, Will, thank you so incredibly much for joining this podcast i really appreciate the time that you took well it's been a pleasure no problem sorry if i've just realized if you can hear my chair creaking for all of this no i did not notice at all so you're fine (laughs) (laughs) now in editing no i'm kidding yes you listen to it back you're like oh god Uh, nothing but chair (laughs) (laughs) i'm listening to a chair the entire time what (laughs) yeah would you like to shout out anything me no i can't (laughs) (laughs) all right cool (laughs) that's fine thank you everybody for listening to creative minds this has been amazing thank you will again for coming on the show really appreciate it and we will see you in two weeks remember stay creative